Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. Can you believe we're at episode 44 already? It honestly feels like I just started the podcast yesterday, and we're 44 episodes in, and that's almost 44 hours in, (laughs) because most of my episodes are like 45 to an hour, so that's crazy, and it's amazing, and... I'm just so grateful. And a lot of you ask how you can best support the podcast. And I really love and appreciate when you share the podcast on social media and tag me in it, share it with your friends. Um, If you're on iTunes, if you come and leave a review, that really helps the podcast because it helps me be seen by more people so I can help more people. So those are the best ways that you can support. And then also letting me know what you want to hear. That's a great way to support the podcast because I'm doing this for you. And yeah, I want to make sure that you're getting everything out of it that you possibly can. So for today's episode, it's going to be a little bit different today. I'm going to be going real personal here with you. Um, so I am actually two days out, um, post-op from my breast reduction. And what I wanted to talk to you about today is the process of connecting with my body and then also connecting with, um, all of the surgical team and everything so that prior to my surgery, um, and in the moments leading up to it, I was really making sure that the energy was flowing well, that everything was super aligned. And it was honestly a really magical process. Now, um, for those of you who are wondering, I am doing kind of daily updates on my Instagram stories about the reduction itself. And I'll likely do like a full podcast episode later. Um, because I know you've, you may have heard me say this before, but there's not a lot of information out there about people's experiences for reduction. So I want to make sure that that's out there for women as a resource. But in the meantime, um, I want to bring you into this journey of really honoring my body and really setting myself up for success in such a soulful way. And you know, I'll be very honest, this surgery was different than other surgeries I've had in the past. So I've had, I guess, three other surgeries in the past. One was wisdom teeth, one was a knee, and then one was exploratory. And for all of my previous surgeries, I was at different levels of consciousness, but I didn't have the tools that I have today. And for each of those surgeries, I went into them with a lot of fear around me, 
even I was hoping that it would fix issues and problems and but it wasn't in a good way. It was in a way that just kept bringing more fear into my life. Sorry, I'm just taking a sip of coffee. So my past surgeries, full of fear, full of fear. I'd went in 2016 before I was awake at all. I had my initial spiritual awakening right after that. And then 2018, I think twice in 2018, I think one was the wisdom teeth and one was the exploratory surgery. And, you know, the wisdom teeth one, I mean, I had, I just, I got it done because those puppies were starting to not be good. Um, But the exploratory one, I actually had signs where I shouldn't have done it. And then I just went ahead and did it anyway. And then it was tough recovery and, and a whole bunch of stuff. So, and every one of my surgeries, I've, I've had like a really tough recovery. There's always been like complications or um, I've just like not, I, I haven't done well. Like my surgeon and one of them said I was in the bottom five percentile of how well it went. So go me at that time. <laughs> but all of these things give me, give me lessons. And the thing that was so different about coming into this breast reduction surgery is one, I wasn't doing it from a negative way of trying to fix a problem. Like I wasn't coming at it from fear. I came at this very, very aligned, um, very sure of myself. And I did a lot of prep work on a mental, emotional, and spiritual level and physical level to prepare for the surgery itself. So I really want to talk to you about kind of the ceremony that I did the night before and then the day of the surgery. So the ceremony I did the night before, so obviously I'm having a breast reduction. I'm having a, for me, quite a large portion of my body cut off. And I'm like for just for kind of like eyeballing, like I'm, I went from a 32 G and I asked for a B. So we'll see. I, I won't know for sure what size I end up, but likely around a 32 B. So that's a significant difference. And, you know, honestly, it doesn't matter what kind of difference it is and, or what kind of surgery you're having, but I highly recommend that you really prep yourself for this. So the ceremony that I did the night before one, I did a Yoni steam. And for those of you who are not familiar with those, it's um, a specific set of herbs that you bring to a boil and you let simmer for about 10 minutes or so. And then you actually in a safe kind of pot um, so that you don't burn yourself, you will hang your, um, your vagina, your yoni over top of the steam and it'll be enveloped with blankets and everything. This is actually an ancient practice and it's very good for vaginal health. Um, it's good for helping you to heal, to have better, like more regular periods. Um, 
there's so many benefits to it. Plus it helps with, uh, can help with menstrual pain with, um, oh, what is it called? Dampness, moistness. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Post-surgery brains that are now kicking in. Um, but with lubrication, thank you. Thank you, brain, uh, for dropping that in there. Um, so it helps with a lot of things. And one of the reasons why I did it prior to my surgery is one, because I was really going for embodying, a, like I was doing an embodiment ritual. And I really wanted to make sure I was in touch with every part of my body, because even though it was just a breast reduction, every part of my body is involved. And I'm changing my femininity as a whole. And I wanted to make sure that the, the link between my breasts and my yoni was very strong and sacred. The other reason I did it is because I am, I should be bleeding in about a day or so for my actual period. And I wanted to make sure that I supported my cycle through this because anesthesia can change it major surgery can change it because it's trauma in the body. So still waiting to see if it fully supported it. Um, but I'm trusting that everything I'm doing is fully supporting my healing process. And, you know, I'm going to say that one of the most important things that you can do is set good intentions. If you have an intent, if you set an intention, but there's fear behind it, you, it's just going to pick up that fear energy. But if you have set if you set an intention and there is love behind it, it's going to pick up that love energy. So coming into that practice, I made it, I just made it really beautiful for myself. And I took time. So I was doing my yoni steam and I was in my meditation room and I had meditation music playing and I did some theta healing on myself. I was working on clearing my chakras. I was also working on clearing any fears I might, any residual fears I might have about the surgery, any beliefs that I might have that weren't going to serve me. Um, and I also, in those moments, I took helichrysum and rose oil. And those are two very, very high vibrational and healing oils. And I did a sensual breast massage. And I massaged the oils into my breasts. I massaged it also into my belly and into my lower abdomen. And all the while, I was giving my body love. I was telling my body exactly how much I love it, how much I appreciate it. I also, because I had such a up and down relationship with my breasts, because there were many days when I hated them for being so large and for causing me so much pain, I did a lot of work around releasing the, the emotions and the pain and the the poor treatment that I gave to my body, to my, especially to my breasts, releasing all of that hatred or all of that shame 
And I asked my breasts for forgiveness. And you know, for some of you listening, you might think that sounds so silly. Why, like who talks to their boobs? But when you put that much intention behind something, you're really getting into your body. You're really getting into all of the energetic nooks and crannies of it. And you're able to fully love a part of yourself. And I made sure that during that breast massage, during that abdominal massage, that I was really sending love. I was saying, I love you. Thank you for being a part of me. I'm sorry for mistreating you. I'm sorry for not loving you in the way I should have. I do love you. I love you now as you are, and I love you as you will be. Thank you for being a part of my journey. And whatever I needed to say to my body, I allowed myself to say it. And it was incredibly healing. Just incredibly healing. And there were things that I unlocked within myself that I hadn't felt in a long time, even about other parts of my body. And body image for me has always been a complicated thing and it's definitely improved over the years, but I still have days where I don't particularly like my body. But doing that ceremony, I was able to actually tap into deep love for it, even for the parts that I am still working on healing. So it was, it was a really beautiful experience to just take that time. And I didn't rush. I held no expectations as to how it was supposed to be or how it was supposed to go. I just let it be. I just let whatever needed to come through in that time, however I needed to move my body, however I needed to touch my body, I let all of that come through. And I came into my surgery really aligned because of it. Now, another thing that I did to really come into this aligned was to provide healing for my surgeon. Now, I had a few of you ask on my stories already if I had talked to my surgeon about doing it, doing healing on him. And no, I haven't. Um, I will say that there are ethical and unethical ways to do it. Um, as I didn't have his human permission, I set very clear intentions and parameters around the healing. And I trusted that I would not do more healing than was necessary for alignment within my surgery. And the reason that I set those intentions and those parameters is because we all have free will. And, you know, even if I, even the healing I did on my surgeon, he could have blocked it if he really didn't want it. Um, but I did work with his higher self. And so, and because I set the parameters, it was easily accepted but I also wasn't going really deep. I wasn't pushing boundaries. Um, 
it was it was still very intentional and sacred without crossing lines and you know anytime you do healing for anyone or for for people there should be permission and if you can't get permission there needs to be very clear intentions and the understanding that their higher self does not have to accept it and you should never be going into a healing to change someone in a way that will I don't want to say negatively affect their life, but will like overhaul their life. So for example, your parents, although you can absolutely go and do healings on them distance, if you're trying to fix them, then like the likelihood is one, they're going to block the healing. They may also not be ready for it. So there's, there's a whole bunch of nuances there, but if you have set intentions and set parameters and you really just call upon creator, call upon your guides, your spirit team, your angels to facilitate the healing in the highest and best way, then you can trust that it'll go through. But always just act with integrity. So for me, I did the healing on my surgeon and I did ask creator and I asked my angels and my entire spirit team to be with me, to be with him, and to facilitate the healing in the highest and best way so that he comes into my surgery aligned with an open heart, full of love, feeling really refreshed and really focused. Those were, those were the in- intentions. And I didn't work on anything outside of that. So I cleared his auric field. I cleared all of the... Um, cellular memory storage points related to him coming into my surgery. I know for a fact that I could do probably like another 20 hours of healing work on him on a conscious level. Um, But for the purpose of the surgery, I set those beautiful intentions and that's how he came into it. And I could feel the next day, the difference in his energy. So everything that you do should be intentional. And, you know, I'm talking about this from a surgical standpoint. Some of you may go out and have surgery in the future, but whether you're going for massages or you're going, you're, even if you're going just through a grieving process in your life, you're letting go of a part of your identity. Maybe you're changing your hair color you can do this for so many different things. And even to just connect on a deeper level with your body and with your soul and with people in your life, you can make this an intentional practice. And I highly recommend you do because it will ignite healing within you. It will ignite old feelings. It will ignite more love in you. It'll help you open your heart. And especially if you are a woman listening to this podcast, um, our feminine energy, and, and remember, everyone has masculine and feminine, feminine within them, but our feminine energy needs to be nurtured, 
It needs to be cherished. And that includes the connection with our body. So you will hear so many teachers around the feminine talk about embodiment work, embodiment practices. And what I did the other day with the essential oils and the breast massage and the yoni steam, that was a very deep embodiment practice because I was working with my body and also on a soul level. When you bring your soul into your body, that is embodiment work. You are purposely bringing your soul into your body. Because when you're not purposely bringing your soul into your body, you can become disembodied because you're not necessarily in your physical, you're not really in your soul. You want to bring spirit into your body in the highest and best way. And you do that through connecting with your body, through the power of intention, through movement, through dance, through touch. And that will help you bring more feminine life force energy into your life. Now, the other thing that I did that was really, really beautiful to honor my body is I asked my partner to take pictures of me. So I put on some lingerie. I also took some naked ones. Um, But I asked my partner to take pictures of me because I wanted to remember me as I was And I wanted to have reverence for it and really appreciate where I was coming from. And I wanted to be able to look back at my old body and see how beautiful it was while still appreciating the new body that I'm stepping into. And for me, having my partner take these pictures and experience this with me was really beautiful. Because even though he loves me no matter what, and it's never been an issue for him that I've wanted a breast reduction, and I'm thankful for his unyielding or un, oh, unyielding, yeah, unyielding support. He's never once told me I shouldn't do it. He's never once given me any pause to say that he wouldn't love me anymore, even though, you know, those were, those were fears that came up for me. And, but he's been there and having him be part of the process right at the end, as I was honoring my body, having him take those pictures, having him be part of it was really special because it gave, it gave me the ability to be seen as I was and to be cherished as I was. And, you know, it gives me pictures to look back on. It also gives him pictures to look back on. And I think it was just a really beautiful way for us to connect. And we've never connected in that way before. And then, of course, we got some friskatam going on after. And that was also a very beautiful part of it. 
So the night before my surgery, my entire evening was all about cherishing my body from top to bottom in every way. And again, you can do this whether you're having a surgery or not. This is just a really beautiful practice. And finally, the next morning when I was going to have my surgery, once I got to the medical clinic, I was still feeling really, really good. I'd done a lot of work on coming into it very aligned. And most of the staff were very energetically good. And then there was one who was the anesthesiologist and the judgment oozing off of him was thick and angry and like grotesque. So not a great energy that is going to come into my surgery. And he was just very, very rude, very judgmental and I knew that I had to release that fear. I couldn't take that on. And especially as an empath, I knew I had to zip myself up in many, many, many energetic ways so that I could still remain aligned within the surgery and also not take on parts of other people and energy from other people. So one, I made sure to actually zip up my physical energy. So my teacher taught me this as a, as a way to do this. And we do this in theta healing as well, where your right palm faces out, your left palm faces in, you rub your palms together, then you put your left palm out and inside the space between your extended left palm and your heart, you just run your hand up and you zip it up. So I made sure to do that quite a few times and Then I did theta healing on the staff, on the building. And again, it wasn't to fix their problems. It was to make sure that their energy was clean, that I was protected, that I was coming into it aligned, that they they were coming into it aligned. So I made sure to send unconditional love through every single staff member in that building. And especially people on my surgical team, I asked for protection from judgment and from other people's energies. Um, I asked for protection while I was open on the table that I wouldn't absorb other people's energies. And I asked for safety and uh, joy to flow through everyone. So I just, I had a lot of really intentional things that I brought in that morning And then I listened to meditation music and I was just coming into it very calm, very aligned. And having those tools at my disposal. And let let me say this, that so I'm trained in theta healing. I'm trained in integrated energy therapy. But just because I'm trained and you may not be, doesn't mean that you can't do this for yourself. I'm using specific tools that I learned, but all you have to do if you're not trained in an energy healing modality is call upon creator, 
call upon your spirit team, your angels, and ask them for assistance. Everything that I was asking for, commanding in the theta healing, like unconditional love energy, be through all of them. You can say that as well. You can ask for that as well. The power of intention is so powerful. So you don't have to be specially trained. If you are trained in a healing modality, that's amazing. Use it. And if you're not, use the power of intention because you are con- you're a divine being and you are connecting with creator of all that is. You are connecting with God's source spirit by whichever name you call it. And you can ask to blend with creator, with your guides, with your angels for the purpose of being protected and healing and unconditional love and everything like that. So don't think that you're limited. So for me, it was very important that I make sure my energy was well zipped up, that everyone's energy that was going to be working around me was very pure and clear, and that they they leave all of their own stuff at the door. And I could feel I could feel the difference. And it ended up being a very peaceful process. Other than like the judgmental guy. But again, I worked on clearing his judgment and, and putting up an energetic block against it so that I would only be receiving love. And the other thing that I love to do in those kind of circumstances, and I do this even going into grocery stores, is anyone that comes into contact with my auric field, if they're holding on to anything, like any negative energies, any heavy energies, lower vibrational things, that it be cleared and cleansed by a creative all that is and transformed into love and light. And I trust with that, that that exact thing will happen, that no negative energies will come into me. And I didn't feel like after my surgery, I picked anything up, but just in case, once I could actually connect with creator again, cause, oh man, surgery drugs are no joke. Oh, and actually for me, like I even, I took a T3 last night. I finally broke down and, um, I don't like it because it cuts me off uh, a lot from from spirit. So I'm trying to do everything as naturally as possible with like CBD oil and stuff. So, but I need a little extra help, which is okay. There's no shame in that. There's no shame in that. But I do know that drugs, alcohol, like all of those things, they they cut you off from spirit and you may at this point in time be using them and connecting to spirit, but once you actually have a gap where you stop using them to connect or you stop using them and you're connecting with spirit, because I know not like Advil can affect your ability to connect a little bit. And I'm not saying that to scare you. It's just kind of, it's part of it. It weakens your auric field. Um, But once you have a bit of a gap, you'll notice the difference in how much easier it is to connect. And for me, coming off of these surgery drugs, and they gave me, oh my God, they gave me like oxycodone and fentanyl, which is insane. 
Um, I would not have chosen that, but okay. But I was completely closed off for a little bit. So once that finally wore off and I was able to connect to creator again, I went and I did another cleansing of myself, just cleansing anybody's energy. If there was any energies, attachments, cords, soul fragments that were attached to me, I released them and called back um, any of my own soul fragments and energies, cleansing them, of course, first before they come back into my own auric field. And yeah, it's been, it's been good. I've actually been feeling really good, very minimal pain. Mostly it's just been sore and pressure rather than pain. And it's just been a beautiful experience. I can like, my energy has no fear in it. I'm trusting the healing process. I've also been doing healing on myself um, every day since. And I mean, I know it's only day, I guess day three now, but um, yeah, I've been really coming into this aligned. And the whole point of me sharing this for you is so that in your life, whether you're going for surgery or whether you're changing things in your life, whatever it is, you can come into things empowered and aligned because we don't have to live in fear. That's a choice that we make. And when we have the ability and the knowledge of making different choices, we can completely shift our lives. Okay, guys, I am going to leave that here for today. As always, if you have any questions, please reach out. I love talking to you and answering your questions and going deeper into things. And if you are feeling called to heal your life on a deeper level, go to my website, AnastasiaBurtnick.com or to the link in my bio on Facebook or Instagram to book a Theta Healing session with me. It is just an incredible, incredible type of healing modality that really helps you get out of your own way, get into alignment with your soul and live your best life. So I can't wait to see you in my calendar and I'm sending you guys so much love and thank you for all the love you have been sending me throughout this surgery process. You are amazing and I love you all so, so, so much. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.